0: Hey there everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host as always, Roy Turner. Uh, Got an amazing show for you. I have to kind of go ahead and put up one of those uh, disclaimers, Uh, you know, those parental warning things because this will easily be the most explicit show that we've ever done. Um, I'm so excited that you guys are loving our show and you love that we, you know, have all types of people from all walks of life. This week we have Ray Ray and Ray Ray is actually on one hand you can say that she's a newcomer uh, to the adult industry but she's really this uh, amazing person that's kind of doing her own thing and it's very unique it's genuine and it's hot as fuck and just awesome and she's just an awesome person and so but the reason why I have to disclaim is because uh, you know, we've had, of course, adult performers on uh, before and we've had, you know, we've covered AVN and Exotica. And I've always have said that that's why uh, I love this show so much because we can do whatever the hell that we want. And, you know, how all that kind of started was when we tried to do this suicide prevention um, awareness thing. And then around that time, we found out that the adult industry was having an epidemic of, of this. And we were like, well, how can we exclude these people? And it just kept opening the doors and doors and more and more. And then me DJing out at the Hard Rock in January is actually how I even discovered the whole Avian thing. And I've just, uh, it's been a great uh, thing to be, you know, to be welcomed into that industry and to know these people and to get to know them and and everything else. But uh, here's something else. And I want to disclaim this as well. So, again, I love everybody that loves the show. This one here might not be the one you're going to be listening to uh, in the car, um, you know, with mixed company and certainly no children. This is very much an 18 and up uh, episode. This is the first time I've ever actually had to disclaim that, but I'm actually proud of that. And here's what, what I'm talking about. On the other times when we've had uh, adult performers on, uh, we, we talk about their career, their, their you know, their ambitions, their. You know what led them to, uh, you know, get into the industry. What what they've experienced, things like that. But it's always done from a place of academia. Uh, I have no interest, and in, uh, at that time, to do anything, kind of titillating or whatever. Um, but here's also, and also, I also want to lead with nothing but respect. I mean, you know, you can imagine in this day and age, what uh, you know, put people online. They're always having to deal with. People coming at them from all different, you know, angles of their life trying to, you know, say, you know, tasteless things or not treat them as women or or people. And so I'm always just the opposite. I'm going to be like, I'm the least creepy thing you'll ever have to deal with in your life today, like when you're time with me. But I've also kind of felt like that, uh, and I think that's important, and I stand by that. But a lot of times, uh, it's also at the expense Of well fun you know it's like and what what kind of brought me to that was was I saw that uh, the Bunny Ranch uh, you know that's a a brothel out in Las Vegas they have their own podcast now called the Bunny Ranch podcast and some of you guys remember, remember a TV show that was on HBO called Cat House and it was so much fun and it was so fascinating and it was just this world that they were letting you into that Whether you are for it or against it or offended by it, you can't deny that it was endlessly fascinating. And I was such a great, um, voyeuristic, you know, just kind of uh, window into that world. And I loved it. So I was excited for the Bunny Ranch podcast. And I, and I'm the last person to talk shit about anybody. I'm always supportive of everyone, especially fellow podcasters. But I just couldn't believe how lame this podcast was, man. And the main reason why was because the host. Uh, first of all, not the greatest interviewer or dude in the world, but I think that whenever he would have the uh, you know the the I, I can never say this word the court, courtesans uh, the courtesans whatever uh, on the show on on his episodes he would be so afraid to ask them about anything. It's kind of like meeting like like one of your favorite celebrities, and the last thing you want to do is. You know talk to LeBron James about basketball you want to somehow you know get this human connection so he's talking to somebody at the bunny ranch that works there and it was so boring it was so lame and he's like afraid to even broach the subject and it's like wait a minute okay I definitely believe that you have to lead with respect and uh and 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 that's first and foremost and that's exactly what we the conversation we had with Ray Ray is but I've heard Ray Ray on a couple of other uh, um, podcasts and different formats, and it was the same thing. They were she was awesome. She is so smart and articulate and amazing. But the people that were interviewing her uh, again, whereas I appreciate that they were coming from a place of you know of of caution and respectability and even academia. But it was never fun. It's like, wait a minute, this is also really naughty and really fun and this is really exciting. So let's get fucking naughty. Let's let's not let that be at the expense of we're sitting or talking about this insatiable uh, girl who was just on this quest. Uh, to fulfill all these incredibly wild, hot fantasies, and we're going to talk about physics. You know, no, hey, let's. It's like what, uh, like what Alice Cooper would say. You know, welcome to my nightmare. Show them the nightmare. You know, well, now I'm about to show you uh, a an incredible uh, fantasy uh, come true, because she is she is a dream come true, man. I mean, Ray Ray is the real. Freaking deal! I uh, want well, you guys. Her new website is coming out. It's called RayRay.live. She said it should be debuting uh, sometime at the end of this month. And uh, again, just amazing, amazing person. And here's something I'll see. Was it, here's where I, I said about her entering the uh, the industry is because you know I almost kind of like feel protective of her in a sense, or almost kind of wanted to be able to. We don't. We didn't. We didn't actually talk about this during uh, our interview. But it's almost like I kind of want to take her to the side and kind of uh, coach her. Not that she needs that because she's so smart and independent and awesome and, and she has a military background. She trained as an EMT. She's just a fascinating Renaissance person who just also happens to be hot as shit and and just fucking insatiable, man, and and, and is living her life to the fullest and what she wants. But here's what here's the deal, here's what I'm talking about. Is it now? And she mentions this uh, uh, part in the uh, in the interview, is that her only reason for entering the industry was because she is that insatiable. She's that much of a real deal of getting, you know, doing what she calls these recreational events where she plots and plans, and you know, it's kind of a tough undertaking to you know to do that. So hey, bring in the pros. Uh, but what she's probably soon going to learn is that just to show you how much I appreciate her, is that now me being at AVN and Exotica and covering and having all these different uh, adult performers on our show who are all great and love them and respect them is, is you know, uh, to death. But most of them, at least the ones that I are, are you know, it's a, it's a fantasy, okay? Like, you have to suspend your disbelief. They're not really sluts. They're performers doing something that people... You know, they're selling that, That there's, that's what they're doing, they're selling a fantasy. Uh, and, I, and I fear that when she enters the industry and she's going to be around some of these other performers, perhaps, especially the other girls and at these other conventions, they're going to maybe, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to be negative, but they might be kind of like giving her a little bit of shit because she is the real deal and i said and i i did caution her i said if she does get an agent they're gonna want her to slow down and they're gonna want her to pace herself uh and so i'm just like man it's like it's like when your favorite punk rock band signs to a major label right and suddenly you know they're making videos and uh and it's it was never that pure thing and she says very clearly like nobody no agent nobody's gonna slow me down she's not you know the the industry isn't going to be using her. She's going to be using them to get to satisfy all of her desires. And if they can't make that happen, then she'll still keep you know making it happen on her own. So anyway, I've never met anyone so driven and clear on on what just sets their soul on fire and is fearless uh, and just unstoppable. And so Ray Ray is, I'm so excited to have her on here. And again, like I said, last warning, but we, uh, it gets it gets nasty uh, and, and fun. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, speaking of fearless uh, and fun and nasty, I wanted to tell you about a song uh, called Waffles, again, by this band called Come Girl Eight. And again, Come Girl Eight uh, checks off all the boxes, specifically what I call the three F's, which are fearless, filthy and fucking awesome. Uh, and they have all that in spades. As somebody who uh, I uh, I toured, as you know, people who know me and who know this show know that I toured with Peaches uh, for a couple of years, way back in 2007 uh, to 2009. And this is right up that alley. Just that it's it's just fun. It's interesting. It's innovative. Innovative. It's and these are the kind of girls that I completely and totally fall in love with. That's why I said I, I'm assuming they're from Brooklyn because they look like the girls I would just completely drool over when I lived there. Uh, that would be in and uh, you know Bedford Avenue and Greenpoint and all that. But uh, and I saw them talking about. Um, uh, contemplating doing an OnlyFans account? Let me be your first subscriber. If that's going to be the the the, the non deal breaker of, of you doing it or not doing it, but man, these girls are just g- gorgeous and arty and awesome and just fun and great. And I am so happy to, to support them. Their EP has finally come out. It came out last uh, Friday, and um, and it's available now. Uh, you, this is what you want. This is. What you want to support, man? Like I said, I I sent it to uh, my girl Peaches. Uh, we still talk occasionally and stuff. You know, we haven't worked together in in many many years, but we uh, she's uh, still one of my favorite people. So I'm excited to see what she's gonna uh, say about this. And 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 I God, it would be so great for her to take this band on tour. I saw the heck out come girl eight. Uh, this is Waffles, and we'll be right back. Uh-
1: Radio with Roy Turner.
0: This is Eva Lovia and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. All right, once again that was Come Girl 8. Check them out. They're all on Instagram under again the title of Come Girl 8. Their EP just came out. It's available now. The link is there on her Instagram account. Uh and man even had his own little talk show called the 1900 just the whole thing is cool and and fun and just like i said fearless and just awesome um so check them out uh once again want to thank all of our sponsors okay and now so let's welcome ray ray uh again uh check her out Her website is called rayray.live Uh, You're in for a wild ride. This is maybe my favorite episode we've ever done. I am completely uh, I'm like her biggest fan. She is so amazing and just such an articulate, driven, awesome, freaking badass that is living her best life, man. Enjoy. Colorado right now? I
1: am, yeah. So I lived in Colorado for a long time, so I periodically come back because Ohio is flat and humid, and I definitely miss the mountains, so I yeah. come back every
0: now and then to see friends and whatnot, so. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. My, my, my wife went to school in Boulder, and we were uh, planning on trying to make it up there uh, uh, pretty soon. Uh, we're we're in Texas. That's where you're calling right now, so. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I saw that you had mentioned how that you had, had planned a major event uh, in Colorado. Was that happening this weekend?
1: So it's actually happening tonight. Um, it's actually pretty small. It's really hard. It's like pulling teeth to get guys to get tested. It's, it's crazy. All I'm asking is for two to within the last six months and the last one to be within, you know, two months of the event. And then I ask about sexual health history after that. But yeah, it's that's hard. And then also guys don't really want to show their face. So this is more recreational, which I'm used to doing. Um, but definitely smaller than I wanted but
0: so, know, that's what it is so so what, what was the goal there
1: I wanted at least 10 um and it was supposed to be an unprotected event which I rarely ever do um and I had a professional photographer coming he's coming at four and um we should be able to get some decent shots I have like three or four coming so we'll be able to do like DP and airtight and all of that hopefully tonight um and then with a the professional photographer, hopefully he'll be able to capture the shots I've been wanting to get. So,
0: uh, Can you describe some of those shots you've been wanting to get that you, you haven't been able to yet?
1: Um, so it's extremely hard to get a, a successful DP shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a lot of guys um, can't stay hard, or they can't hold the position, or for their dicks aren't long enough, <laughs> if that's, you know, that's being kind of mean, but I mean, you have to have dicks that are long enough to do certain positions. Right, and so um, I'm hoping tonight, with it being an unprotected event, that they'll be able to stay hard, and we'll be able to get certain shots.
0: So, well, well uh, so I definitely get contested and things like that. But we'll watch porn, and they think, "Oh, that's." They make it look so easy, but when you're actually trying to make it happen, it's not so easy.
1: Mm. And I've tried it so many times, and you know, I've had some successful events where it worked really well, and. But, I mean, we weren't able to capture the shots because some guys aren't comfortable with the photography or, like, they turn the lights down low or whatever. So tonight, I'm hoping we'll be able to... I have a lot of um, screenshots. I do a lot of research before I do an event on what type of shots I want to recreate. And so I'm going to sit down with the photographer when he gets here and be like, this is kind of, like, what I want
0: to get tonight. So. Well, I hope that hope that, that totally happens and goes well. I wanted to... Uh... Obviously, I have a bunch of things I wanted to ask you. Um, one thing I think is interesting is that, so, like you said, the, you mentioned the word recreational. I I, I love that, because tell me how many people that you personally know or have ever heard say, yeah, I'm just gonna have a recreational gangbang tonight. Like, <laughs> I love that so much.
1: Um, I haven't heard very many, but it's, it's crazy with me. I, this journey kind of started with me just posting what I've done on Life. And then a lot of people really liked it so I was like oh maybe i should keep continuing on and now i'm getting more in depth into the you know the pro type of stuff but i get messages all the time from women being like i want to do what you do how do you set up gangbangs so there are women out there everywhere who want to do what i'm doing it's just you know they're really hard to set up and you have to have the right um support and resources to do them successfully
0: whereas you seem like the most insatiable can't get enough
1: yeah no 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 disrespect i i like the word sweat so like I, I did that podcast and it was great to be able to take back the word sweat in a positive way um i think a lot of women are stuck still in that position where they're like i can't be slutty or i can't have sex with lots of people and you know i'm trying to with what i'm doing hopefully i can be a role model for those women and they can see that it's okay to you know own your sexuality cuz you know if you want to have sex with
0: lots of people you can do it so. right right so fascinating to me about you is that you got into this and it just kind of became this calling like this genuine just primal need that you have and you want the whole fucking world to know about it to me that is fascinating can you talk about that a little bit
1: yeah i sure do i mean i feel alive when i'm surrounded by guys like there's just something like my soul gets set on fire i don't know if that's the right term but i just feel i'm a natural introvert so i'm actually a very shy person but when i'm surrounded by guys i just come alive and i feel comfortable um, like, I've done photo shoots before with just myself, and I'm definitely more awkward. And as soon as a guy gets introduced, I'm more relaxed, more happy. So yeah, I am definitely love just being surrounded by guys, and, you know, giving pleasure and getting guys off is just one of my things. You know, I mean, some people get surprised. They're like, whoa, you know, they think that I'd be more picky. Or I wouldn't just let some random guy have sex with me.
0: Um, I guess that's what I'm asking. That's who I
1: am. That's how I've always been. Um, Like, I am on Tinder because I am insatiable. On top of everything else, I still have to have guys come have sex with me. And all the time, guys think I'm not real. They think it's a scam. They make me verify with them that I'm real, that I want them just to have sex with me, and I want them to leave. Um, and they think that's the craziest thing that's ever happened. Like, an attractive woman just wants sex. Like, they can't get over it. <laughs> All the time, it's like point trying to get guys to just come have sex with me because they think it's too good to be true.
0: Right, um, right, right, exactly.
1: But, yeah. So, I'd say, that despite my looks, um, I'd probably still be doing this. Um... Because I have a high sex drive. I would probably not be as successful at it, so my
0: looks help a lot with that. um, You know, and you're not just coming over just to have sex and then leaving. They're going to have, like, the sex they dream about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I have guys, but, like, I have them record. I have, like, all these rules. I'm like, will you, because I like to weed guys out if they're not open to all the things I like to do, then they can't come over. So I have my own, like, standards and whatnot for weeding guys out. But as soon as they come over, some guys on the video are like, oh, my gosh. And I've had guys be like, you should do porn the way you suck dick. They're like, I've never had someone, like, throat me like that before. Like, I've only seen it on porn. And it's uh, very interesting to see their reactions to what happens.
0: Well, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. They're not just going to come over and have, you know, regular drunken born sex because, you know, you, you watch porn and then people want to apply that to their personal life and it, it's always a disconnect. So that's why it even ups the stakes in, in terms of the believability. But I would love to know what you said you have your your kind of way of weeding people out, like your certain kind of checklist. Talk about that for a second. What's on that list?
1: Um, So I try not to have sex with anyone over 45. Um, It depends. Um, If you're like 45 to 50 and you're in good shape, then I'll consider it. Um, I don't have anything for older men, um, so that's kind of where I draw the line with that. Um, Respect is a very big thing, so if you're disrespectful or you contact me in a way that's immediately like... Hey, slut, or, like, when can I have sex with you? Well, yeah, right, right. I want you to treat me like a a person first. Um, Of course. And then my main four rules are I always host, so I'm most comfortable in my own place. So if you are willing to come over to my place, you can't come. Um, I don't kiss, so um, I save that for my partner. Um, I try to save a lot of intimacy for him, so the no kissing. Right. And then... uh, the recording, so I try to put it in a way where I'm like, you're going to hold my phone, and only your dick will be in the photo. No one will know it's you. And if they're not open to that, then they can't come. Because most of the time, when I have strangers come over, I don't tell my partner that I have someone coming over. <laughs> um, and so I want there to be proof that this guy came over so that we can enjoy that together afterwards.
2: Okay, okay. Well, oh-
1: to have sex all the time, and I definitely would have sex um, anytime, but the difference is, is now I'm transitioning into professional porn, so I'm becoming more of a performer than um, I was before, just doing it recreationally, so I still do, you know, meet up with strangers, I still, you know, have sex with whoever I want to, whenever I want, um, but now, you know, I'm kind of transitioning to a more professional type Um Porn. But when it comes to the recording thing, um, how I like trying to phrase it to the guys is that for one, only your dick is in it. So unless someone can identify you with your dick, you'll be fine. And I am a very um, upfront person. So unless somebody signs a release with me, I will not be posting content on anywhere that I sell content. So I have I have hundreds, of, sorry, six hundred gigs of. Footage and stuff that I never put up, never sold because there's
0: no model releases for me to do so. Right, but that is one cool thing though is that you're you're very ambitious, you're very independent, uh, and I and I love that. It's, it was kind of the appeal of Sasha Grey, you know, you know. That's what's so appealing to me about you is that you know, I, I to want to, <laughs> Do you know what I mean, <laughs> and. Yeah. It, and the disconnect is that if you can't believe it, and I don't think I've ever seen anybody, again, more believable, because it doesn't seem like you're performing. It's this like, this is what you do.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I would say, is that um, there's not going to be a difference. As soon as I start doing any professional film, it's going to be the same. I mean, I enjoy sex. I enjoy everything about it. I enjoy getting cum done. I enjoy sucking dick. So everything that you've seen... Now is going to be on the professional films that I do at any point. It's all going to be real and enjoyable because I generally love what I do.
0: Getting into the industry just a natural progression of that? I mean, I mean could you, it wasn't an option to do it now professionally. Do you think you'd still be doing it?
1: Heck yeah. I mean, I still have my own goals that I want to do. And one of the main reasons of me getting into professional porn is I, I have certain goals that I want to get accomplished. Like I want... To bring large gangbangs to back to the main stage, like I want them to become a thing again. And so, with a larger, p- p- you know, company, I'm hoping that they can open those doors for me and get the guys, the numbers that I'm looking for. Um, but I'm still on the side, going to have my own, you know, recreational events. I'm going to still have, you know, large gangbangs. I'm trying to do. Like I'm still, the Australian super bang is still on the books. It's hard to get moved because of all everything that's been going on. So I'm definitely still going to do the hundred guys in Australia at some point because um, I don't give up. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, so I'll still be doing my own thing. That's why we. Um, that's why I love you I'm so hoping, much. <laughs> uh, thanks. I'm hoping that getting in with a company will open the door to the larger gang things or uh, to successful buccaneers trying to do.
0: Your insatiability is to the extent that you're now getting professionals to come in to supply you with more cock. Yeah, I'm
2: hoping so. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: what I want to have happen. Okay, so do you remember? I, I know that you're, you're uh, um, for our listeners, you mind, uh, uh, you never ask a woman how old they are, but for the sake of this, do you mind sharing how old you are with our listeners? That's fine.
1: Um, I'm 26, I'll be 27
0: this year. You look so much younger. I'm sure maybe you've heard about it. So you probably heard about. Do you remember when Annabelle Chong and there was a couple other people? I think Jasmine Saint Clair. This is back in the '90s, and they were trying to set these really large uh, goals. We're talking like like literally like like three and four hundred guys. Are you are you aware of all that? Oh, yeah. Was um, i looked at like the records and stuff of like how many.
1: And I'm I'm not looking to break any records. Okay. But, I would be happy with a hundred. A hundred guys would be like, but the thing is, is I like to do all the work myself. So whenever I do an event, there aren't any fluffers, there aren't any other women. So my record is 31 guys and I did all 31. So there wasn't any anyone helping me do any of it. You are, so like, an, you are an, an inspiration. An event, I'm very um, uh, selfish. <laughs> I would say uh, when it comes to like, like cock and like especially cum, like I don't, Really want any other woman to take the cum from me? Um,
0: is there so anything like greater in life? Large, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just like, is there anything greater in life than a gorgeous, greedy cum slut? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I love it. I, I never get enough. I I could just get blasted with it and be covered. Last time I was in Colorado Springs, I got covered with it and I couldn't open my eyes and it was just amazing. So. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and there was a girl, I forget her name, She wrote this girl wrote a book uh, like two or a couple of years ago where she claims to have slept or have had sex, penetrative sex with at least 10,000 men. Does that sort of like big life goal, is there something about that that turns you on? And Is there a goal like that for you?
1: Um, I don't think I have a life goal. It's kind of just how many I can get, you know. Um, right now I think it's uh, getting closer 700. I'd, I'd love to be like at a 1,000 by the end of the year. Um, but you know, I don't have any records. Mostly my number records are gangbang records. So next one, since I already did 31 guys, is fifty. So I'm hoping um, that I can set up a recreational event where I can have that happen.
0: As that type of drive to fuck that many people is endlessly exciting to me.
1: Yeah, and it's within a short amount of time. I mean, I think it's been, um, before I met my partner, I was, I was slutty, but I wasn't able to do the, you know, the big events, the gangbangs, you know, as successfully because he, you know, is my support and protection. So um, I think with him, within, we've been together, I think, almost five years, it, and my number has grown exponentially within, like, the last, I don't know, two or three years.
0: So. Exciting for you. I mean, like is it like when you when you know that you have slept with like when you cross that thousand mark?
1: To me, I don't really, like I said, it's maybe seven hundred and might be more. I haven't kept a direct count. I've had sex with so many people that if I was to keep account, um, I would have a page that went on forever. Right. Um, and it's, it's very hard over time, a lot of the guys morph together, like um, my partner likes me to tell like dirty stories to him before we started dating of all the like sweatiness I did and whatnot. Um, and so I have to think hard back to that time um, with all the stories and everything that I did. Um, Back then, so a lot of the guys and the things I've done seem to morph together because a lot of the meetups I do are very similar. Um, but I'd say yeah, it's at least seven hundred, and I'm hoping yeah. My goal is hopefully a thousand by the end of the year.
0: I bless you, bless you. I think that is absolutely wonderful, and I hope you make it to two thousand um, if you so choose. If you so choose, of course. Um, I felt that pressure when I first.
1: Started. Um, started dating when he asked me, I said, like, seven, and I think my real number was, like, 40 at the time. Right. And I didn't think that I'd be able to tell someone that I... You know, and it was a low number at that point. Like, if we were to, you know, break up tomorrow, since we're, you know, not married yet, since we had to push the wedding, but... Right, right. Um, I don't know how you break the news to someone you just met. Like, yeah, I've had sex with 700 people. Like, you know, just, you know, be okay with it. But I... I I think now that I've matured more and learned more about owning my sexuality that I would want the person to love me for me and that is a big part of who I am. This, is,
0: this this comes from a gorgeous, sane, articulate, intelligent woman that this is who she is. So if anybody couldn't support that, that would be an idiot. But So
1: my kink is I like to have sex with strangers and just right. you know, be as funny as possible. And he just wants me to, like, basically be sweaty and, like, pretend to cheat on him. So that's the main reason I don't tell him about when people are coming over. Is that way I can be like, hey, hey, you know, a few weeks ago I had sex with this guy and, like, he loves it. So um, what we end up doing for each other works for us. Right. Um, It wouldn't work for every relationship. Some people would be like, I want this or I want that. But what we do works for us. Yeah, I, I call it going hunting. So I'll dress up, like, really cute or whatever, and I'll go to a bar, and I'll go hunting for a guy. Um, and that's how I ended up finding the guy in New Zealand. It's, um, I had done an amateur shoot earlier that day with Oscar Mike, and we had just gone to dinner close by, the, like, a pub, and we talked about it, and he's like, you want to try to get a guy? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I ended up being able to find a guy, and, you know, fucking him off in the bathroom, and it was, like, the best thing that... Ever happened. Um, and so I can't wait until things open back up and then I can go hunting again.
0: Absolutely. And I say happy hunting to you. And I hope you hunt and hunt often <laughs> of things that you have done that really stick out to you.
1: Well, I can think of one. Um, I ended up, my partner was gone. I think he was uh, doing military stuff or whatever. And I ended up having um, a woman come over and then two other guys that I worked with from. Um, I used to be an EMT in the city, so I had some friends. And we ended up just hanging out in my apartment and talking for a little while, and then we started drinking. Um, and we played some crazy drinking game, which was probably why all this happened. But <laughs> then <Right. laughs> um, afterwards, I I remember being like, oh yeah, do you want me to try some lingerie song, you guys? And I started like, trying it all on. And then, like, the woman followed me into the bedroom, and, like, we just started, like, you know, playing with each other and having a good time, and then the two guys came in and were like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? And then they ended up just, like, joining in, and I ended up having, like, my 1st foursome ever (laughs) with, um, you know, my three colleagues or whatever, Um, and it was really great, and I remember um, all of it flowing well, the woman and me both having fun together on the bed, with the guys just like interchanging between us and and then um everybody left and uh it was just a really wonderful experience I am a naturally kind of shy person right right so um I'm not as assertive I guess as I probably should be um when the guy I had to wait for a guy to come up to me when I sucked the guy off in the bathroom but as soon as he did I was like you want to go to the bathroom like um I'm not so good at being the assertive person first right um, but as soon as a person comes up to me, I'll be like, right, let's do that, let's do this. Um, so um, I'd say that kind of holds me back a little bit because okay. I'm actually a little reserved. Um, but definitely once things start going, I'm all about it. I, I have a tendency right now where I'd love to, you know, get cummed in by a guy and then just like feel it leak out while I'm walking away. Um, get cummed in and then like meet my partner and just like smirk a little bit while the cum like starts like leaking out. That's, like, my main fantasy right now. I just like to, you know, do more of, like, meeting people at bars, having them suck me off in weird places. You know, I like to, you know, do things in crazy places, like out in the woods or in a bathroom or, you know, outside, places we shouldn't. So, like, right. that's where my mind is now. Is I want, I've want i had, you know, I've been calm down so many times. Where can we do it now? Where is more exciting? Where can I, you know, that's right. where my brain is. And I can't wait until I can put on my sexy dress and go out to a bar and just see how many guys I can get in a night. I've always been an overly sexual person. I mean, I always constantly masturbated as a kid. I constantly played with myself and was looking at porn and just turned on and constantly getting off. Um, And then as soon as I went to college, I mean... Like I said in the other pocket, I had a boyfriend, but I was at college alone, and so I just had sex with whoever, even though I shouldn't have, right. because I was so horny all the time. <laughs> um, and so it's it's always just been there, this drive, this need that I need to fill, and like, if I don't have sex, or even after a few days, I get depressed, I feel weird, I don't feel like myself. Um, so it's just something, it's just a big part of who I am, and it makes, you know, it relaxes me, makes me feel better.
0: Boom. But you also, um, so, it's so. It's you know, some- I'm
1: hoping as I get older, um, it will continue to get, you know, stronger. Yes. And keep being, you know, one of those things. I don't know. I just like it. I, and I, it's not that I wouldn't swallow cum. So a lot of people, they think that I'm a cum but I don't swallow cum. The main reason I don't is for the safety reasons behind it. I would love to just get, like, mouthfuls of it, and I would swallow it. But there's something about being painted with cum. Like, you swallow the cum, it's gone, you can't see it, it's not dirty, you can't tell that you've been marked. I just like the aspect of being, like, marked, it's kind of like I'm that person's territory now. Like, yes. they marked me with their cum, and it's dirty, it's all over me, you can see it. Um, and I love, I, I collect cum covered photos, so I have hundreds of photos with cum on my face. Because as soon as someone gives me a facial, I just take a picture of it because I I love to collect those. Um, so there's just something about being blasted with like the warm cum that just like makes me extremely happy. I can't I, explain it. <laughs> it's just like a deep dark desire that I. I just really love A lot of the times, like I said, I've had sex with 700 people, 1,000 people. I would love if no diseases existed. I would have gladly had sex with all those people unprotected. Um, So it is on my to-do list. Like tonight, hopefully I'll have cum coming out of all of my holes tonight, Um, but we'll see. Um, A video or just like a situation like that where I can just be filled with cum, that's definitely one of my fantasies. That's why I'm hoping with getting into professional porn they can definitely help me with that. Like, I just want to get load after load after load, and like, it just comes spilling out while the next guy's fucking me.
0: Quite some notoriety, which will again translate to stardom. Uh, you know, next thing you know, you know, we're gonna see you at AVN uh, giving a, an acceptance award. Yeah, it's gonna
1: happen tonight. Hopefully, you know, I, you know, I have a limited number just based on the event, but you know, I'm hoping to make all of them come at least twice um, in whatever hole they want. So. Um, cool. Should be good looking forward to you know finally doing an airtight where it's fully unprotected and raw and i can feel everybody and they can feel me and you know it's one of those limited events that i thought people would be like trying to you know come see me because i don't normally do any unprotected events right um but you know i'll have fun with the guys that show up and we'll have a good time so i just like anal um orgasms I've ever had. In my anal sac It's some very large um, cock in there, and it always goes back to its normal size. Um, I have wanted to do a few films. I'm hoping with my professional career that can help me with getting gapes. Um I've never been able to like just let it stay gaped open before. Um, like I said, I've taken large dick, and it's never stayed open. Um, so I'm hoping to be able to do a few films with a professional company where it can stay open. And I can get some gaped. Um, film, But personally, um, I think the furthest I'd ever go in that route is probably double anal. Um, at some point in my film time, I'll probably do double anal sometime.
0: So. Well, it, it, well, with the right agent, they're going to want you to pace yourself with a lot of these scenes. Do you do you do you see yourself getting a little impatient? Not.
1: I mean, I would listen to them. I know they know more than I do when it comes to like career and whatnot. Right. Um, I will say that this isn't my end long career. Is the main reason that I'm doing this is to pay for school. Uh, I want to be a PA, so I have other goals besides doing this. Um. So, um, I would listen to them. I'd also voice my concerns and be like, I'm experienced. I've done a lot of these things before. I'm willing to pace myself if you want and then if i want any of those things i can easily call someone or set up my own event at any time as long as they don't like or like you can't have sex with other people or whatever i don't think i would do well in a company that limited me to only having sex with performers um because i wouldn't be able to do that right <laughs> successfully i don't think um because I'm constantly, you know, need to gangbang. If they're not gonna do a gangbang for me right away, I'm gonna be setting up my own and doing that because that's just what I love
0: to do. Right, right, right. And and and, and that's what makes you the genuine article. You know what I'm saying? That was what makes you the real deal, man. Uh, and and bless you for that. La- uh, last question for now. I, I, I know you got a, an event to prepare for. You said something on one of the podcasts that the interviewer, again, no disrespect, really should have followed up on, and he didn't. And it, uh, and I was like, when I interview her, I'm gonna write that wrong. But you uh, mentioned how the first time you, the first time you did this, you were actually at some other woman's event.
1: Like I'd only done three times up to this point, so I'd only done like DP or whatever, and. Um I was like, okay, I'll try it, we'll see how it goes, and, like, I got on the bed, there were two queen beds in the room, she was on one and I was on the other, and I just got on the bed and these guys just started coming around me, and uh, I just enjoyed everything that was happening, they were just putting their dicks wherever they wanted, and, you know, coming on me and having a good time, and it just flowed, I just enjoyed it, and I just was like, this is what I was meant to do, um, and I don't know if I would have gotten into it as soon as if I hadn't gone to that event and she let me join. So I thank her for that all the
0: time. Where can the, where can the people, where can, they, where can they find you?
1: Well, I'm on Gallover. I'm on Reddit, Ray Ray on Reddit. Um, I post 10 photos there every day, or I try to anyway. Um, I'm on Twitter, uh, All Star on Twitter. Um, I post every week on Twitter, you can find me there. And all my links are posted on all of my social media. Um, Ray of Sunshine is my Instagram. I post the PG photo there every day um, since Instagram only lets allow, allows PG content. Um, and then yeah, my website's coming out um, hopefully this month. Um,
0: thank you again. Thank you, Ray. Once again, I want to thank my girl Ray. Ray, God, wasn't that fun? God, I. I I want to have her on like every week. I just want her to be like just a regular, like a weekly check-in with Ray Ray and all her crazy, awesome, fun adventures. Um, I'm just in awe of her. And I think that she's an an amazing person. And I hope that she has the the best time. And I hope all her fantasies come true. I hope all of your fantasies and dreams come true. So once again thank you guys uh for joining us and we uh will see you next week uh don't forget to check us out on course twitter on uh, Twitter is, uh, golly, I can't think right now, Twitter is Tricky Kid <laughs> number two. Uh, of course, we're on Facebook under Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. As you know, we're a part of the iHeartRadio family. Check us out on there. We're also on Spotify. Anywhere you can get your podcast, we're there. So check us out. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, and, if, and also, anchor.fm. As you know, this is going to be an exclusive for the first week before you can get it on the rest of the other platform. So enjoy it. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.